Welcome to a bonus episode of Life Uninhibited. This is part of a conversation that I had with my friend Nicole that I posted yesterday. It is very specifically about being sixes, becoming moms, new motherhood, and what a tender special time that is. Nicole specifically works with new moms and moms. I obviously work with many moms who are sixes. So this may be for you. There's a lot of tenderness in here. I hope that comes across. I also want to acknowledge this is very heteronormative. We talk about moms and husbands specifically. So if you feel left out of that part of the conversation because it's not inclusive language, just know that I'm aware of that. And yeah. Okay. I really hope that there's something in here that is helpful to you on your journey. Should we pivot to talking about moms a little bit? We can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's do it. Wheelhouse. This is my I, wheelhouse. I love this yeah. wheelhouse. Um, can we just have a moment for new moms? Especially first yes. time. I could ball. Yeah. It is such a tender time. Mm, it's such a vulnerable time. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want to say? Do you have any like, um, yeah, what do you want to say? Well, to tie it into what we just talked about, you know, I think similarly, I don't think I knew I had anxiety. I think I was managing it. Like, again, speaking of calculations, I'm like, I think I did things that helped me Mm. keep it at bay. And I think what parenting did is it broke those, like the things that worked before no longer worked, you know? And it was like, there was too much. Like getting a full night's sleep, for example. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Like there was just too much to be anxious about. So I think it just, I mean, like what you're talking about, it just like no longer, I could no longer keep it at bay. Mm. It still took me years to realize that that was all anxiety. Totally Um, same. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, new moms. I mean, I I think, yeah. I don't know you. The thing that I really want to say is it's unfair how isolated new moms are. And not only that, then... We get blamed for every possible thing under the sun, including whatever issues our kids are going to have 20, 30, 40 years from now. Like that's all coming back around. Yeah. Because that is our system of help is let's make sure we see what your mom did to you. So the whole system Mm -hmm. is a scam. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Like I look back to my early days when I technically Mm -hmm. had everything going for me. Mm-hmm. on paper. Yeah. Okay. What we actually had was two adults with, you know, unhealed whatever. Yeah. Uh, we were an incredible couple, Bob and I, yeah. and we did not know what we were doing when we had that first baby. And even though I had some family and some friends, it was the most isolated I've ever been. And my brain just did not know what to do with it. I had quit working, so I wasn't making money, but still on paper, like how lucky. 
right? Yes, totally. Privileged, yes. They're really, they're really, yeah, our truly privilege is there. And... And absolutely just total isolation. And then with the delightful internet, access to every single choice I was making wrong. Yes. Every single possibility of ways I could hurt my baby. Yeah. Right? I mean, how unkind is the internet to you mothers? Oh, and it's only gotten worse. I mean, literally like over the, over the seven years that I've started Mama Bloom, I'm seeing it get increasingly worse. And which is interesting is that anxiety is going up. Like the more information, right. the more it's like the anxiety has skyrocketed. Um, yes. Okay. Say more about that. This is important. Well, I don't, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but, what I, but I think what I do want to say about what you're saying is that I think having your first child, especially if you have unhealed trauma, anxiety, even with great privileges in place, the way that it is set up here, you know, especially in America is to be so isolated that I just think it's such a, um, like a a crucible or something (laughs) like you, (laughs) you, like you, you get to decide like your world is going to be rocked and there's no way to prepare for it. Like you said, you were like, we weren't prepared. And I'm like, you know what? There's really no way to prepare for it fully. Like, I really don't think, and I've been on that precipice with many like clients where they're brand new, they're about to have a baby. And I see the innocence and I see the idealism Yeah. and it's like, and I'm at their birth, you know, and you just see it begin to like unravel, like the, like the reality begins to hit you. Oh my gosh. And I think, this period of adding a new baby, I just, I actually am like, love this period. And and I'm so fascinated with it because of the like intensity of that period. Like it's so, it can either be transforming or like tank you. So it's like, do you want to like grow and transform and change and like deal with your unhealed trauma and deal with the fact that, you know, you can't feel this emotion or whatever, or, um, you know, are you going to kind of spiral this other way? So how do people know that ahead of time? And do you think you could have accessed that? This is where I think your groups are so invaluable. Like, I wonder, I think back, I'm like, what would it have been like if I'd been in a space where they were like, here's how to take care of yourself. Oh, is your brain being mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. All our brains are. Um, what you're experiencing is normal. Yes. Oh, by the way, you're actually having an experience. It isn't just about this baby. Yes. Oh, is your marriage also struggling? Also normal. Like I was reading books because of course I was, but I wasn't having a sense that I was actually normal and okay. And that my dysfunction actually made sense in the context. Yes. I do think that's where the power of groups comes in because- you're right. You can read every baby, but it's not a knowledge thing. Like it's not, a you can, it's not a knowledge thing. You can read every book you can, but like when you experience it in your body and you have trauma triggered from this part of your life and you have this emotion, emotion, like blazing through your body, like it has to be, you have to have the same type of support. Like you have to have experiential support because it's not just cognitive you know? So I do think that's where the power of groups come in. So you sit in a group and you are sharing about the fact that you and your partner are struggling and you see someone nodding their head. Mm. We call it the collective nod. 
It's like all of a sudden you have a physical embodied experience of like, oh, that person gets me. I'm not alone. I'm not all of a sudden the shame kind of, you know, takes a breather for a second, not just like some crazy person that's struggling. So I do think, I mean, that's why I love groups in this time. Like it really shifts so much of that isolation, so much of that shame. Um, It really normalizes a lot of that. And it's, it's really powerful to watch. I'm, re- I'm really enamored with it every single time. Like, like really every single group. I'm like, whoa, it's very powerful. Yeah. Um, so often when you talk about it, I just am so happy that the groups exist. And also I experience grief. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't have that. Did you? I mean, you kind of created Mama Bloom sort of out of this just expression of yeah. Something you didn't have, right? Yeah, no, I didn't have it. And there was a woman in Austin leading groups at the time. And I looked up the website and I, it was $175 and I wouldn't pay for it. Right. I was at this right. point in my life. Yep. And I mean, talk about what we talked about for my 20s. I Like there was way too much stigma and shame for me to get help. Like mm-hmm. I was the helper. I shouldn't be struggling. I couldn't pay that money to get help. So I just, it, it, it like, there was this reckoning and I couldn't do it and I didn't do it. And I regret it. I, I mean, it's, that. it's what you're saying where it's like, I wish I would have had that support. Did you put, I'm going to say what I did to, okay. instead of asking the question this way, I really wanted Bob, my husband, I really wanted him to see me. And to fix it. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, yeah. And he couldn't. And I I think there's a Mm. lot of, you know, there's the argument of like, men need to do better. And they do. And, you know, we need to teach all about emotional labor. And we do. There's all these things that need to change and need to happen. Yeah. I think what I, I just want to say, he did not know how. He couldn't see me the way I wanted him to. He could, he just couldn't. We've had to heal around that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my, my anger, my discomfort, I really put on him. Mm. I've never heard that from you. I don't. No, mine was very internalized. I mean, talk okay. again, talk about like, you're not doing enough. It was like my struggles right. as a new mom they felt so much like personal failures. Mm. I mean, it, it, it felt like I, yeah, it just felt like such a personal failure in the story was get your act together. You know what I mean? It was like, you better figure this out yeah. on your own. Like I said, like I couldn't get a girl. Oh, no, Facebook will help you. It's fine. You just, you just <laughs> need more mean comment threads and more. Exactly. I, you know, I don't think Facebook was like really popular then. I think like, thank God. I don't think I wasn't on Facebook. Oh, I was. I was in groups. It was a nightmare. Really? Yeah, it was. I don't think I was. Well, that sounds horrible. At least not for for me. Fourteen years ago, I wasn't. But I. It was all very internalized shame, internalized pressure, Mm -hmm. um, and really horrible stories about. I mean, failing and. um, And I think that mom shaming is 
so incredibly real and present and here in the in the waters that we're swimming in right i think we shame each other i think yeah, that yeah. we all want to not be shamed we all want to be understood but i mean i'm just going to speak for myself like yes my brain offers thoughts of like well what did they do what did those parents do why did that happen right because we're always trying to like solve yeah yeah and so we're often worried that other people are going to think about us the things we think uh-huh about yes. other people oh yeah yeah i mean for sure the shaming goes both ways yes yeah so for me so much of that healing has been to oh it's just so hard like actually accept mm. that i really was an extremely extremely imperfect new mother Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pivoting a little bit, but I think yeah, we're yeah. fine. Um, that like to genuinely land there has given me so much more grace mm. for other mothers mm. and other situations. And to really take the actual big picture and start directing my frustrations at the systems and not at individuals. Yeah. Cause I think the lie, yeah. right. The yeah. lie is that, yeah, it's these moms and they just need to do better. That is a lie. Yeah. I yeah. will. I'll, I don't know. I'll march about that somewhere. Um, I don't march. I'm not a marcher. I'll scream about it in my podcast. Um, the culture does not give us the support that we actually need. And we, because yeah. we are human. And here's the thing. We're supposed to be. Yes. Yes. Our I, children need human mothers. Like our children are human. They need human mothers. <laughs> and apparently kids are supposed to be born to imperfect parents because that appears to be the setup. That does appear to be the setup. Given that yes. that's always been the case in all of human history. And yes. yet here we are. Yeah. Part of us believing all of this that we should do better. The husband should automatically know yeah. better all the things, all the things that keep us locked in shame. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Keep us on that hamster wheel of like just yeah. keep working harder. Keep or like, why am I unhappy? Why am I struggling here? I should just be happy. So yeah. do you think this is, okay, this is a really weird question. Okay. Going back to the Enneagram. Do you think that there are numbers that don't do this? And I know that's a super in general parenting, question. Like, yeah. Like are there moms in parenting? who have like a seven filter or like an eight filter who don't? I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Like, it makes sense to me. I mean, I've seen a lot of eight moms that I like, am very inspired by where I'm like, wow, they have so much energy and mm -hmm. they're so like clear in what they think and they just do it. And the kid listens. <laughs> so I just, yeah. Cause yeah. as we're talking like this total morass of, am I doing this right? Am I da 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 da? Like, I think it's very yeah. mom. I think it's very yeah. female, but I'm also like the six lens on that. Exactly. Yes. Oh. Oh, it's a lot. It's a, I mean, I, and that was part of my anxiety as a new mom was I would lock onto a topic and then I would like go six on it. So like sleep with my firstborn oh, who was a horrible yeah. sleeper. Yeah. I mean, I could not get off the spinning of, of sleep. You know, it's like read every book, try everything, talk to every friend, spin, 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 you know, it's just like, and that was the sick, that was the, you know, stressed out six. Yeah working hard on that and like driving us both crazy, I think. So, so what's the way, uh, here we are now, you know, our kids are growing up. We're not new are. moms anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, I don't know. What do you wish you knew? Like, how do you wish you had mm. done sleep if you could 
is there a fix? Because this is also kind yeah. of my message. And I obviously don't work specifically with moms, but I have a lot yeah. of moms come through. Yeah. My message is like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that sleep sucks. Is that... <laughs> it, it, early motherhood is so hard. Yeah. If yeah. it's horribly hard for you, you're not doing it wrong. Yeah. This is the setup. Yeah. Now it's like that Glenn and Melton quote about um yes. about if even though it I'm gonna botch it. Like the um just because it's hard doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Totally. That's sort of my message. Okay. So you give that to the moms you work with. What is my yes. message for new momming? Is that, a, is that the question? Kind of, or like, how do you, I mean, I know you teach a lot of very specific skills and stuff, but yeah, like, yeah. is there a way, I guess this is my question. Is there a way to do it where it isn't mm. really hard? Cause I think that's the myth that mm. we're all striving for. That it's possible to do it where it's not hard. I think that's a mean thought for a new family. That that's even possible. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's a mean thought too, because I think motherhood carries a cost and I think mm -hmm. not enough people talk about it. Totally and there, agree. there is just a price that we pay. Yep. And I'm not saying we shouldn't strive for better things or get support right. or, you know, change dynamics in our culture or in ourselves. But even if we had everything right, like literally everything right, um, there's so many pieces that you just can't even shift. I mean, looking at birth, looking yeah. at our bodies, looking at like things that go wrong with our children or ourselves. Like there are so many unknowns and I know as sixes, we hate that, hate it. but I <laughs> hate it. But I think, um, motherhood, like we pay a price in motherhood oh, yeah. and not enough people talk about it. And so I think it's really validating to hear, to like, let go of that lie that there's a way to do it perfectly there's a way to like be happy all the time or be present hundred percent of the time or have like perfect kids in quotation marks and, um, and really embrace that. Like part of this journey is that we do pay a price and that there are challenges, but we're not alone in that. Like, that's my favorite part is like, we all struggle, even if there are different struggles, like we truly all struggle and that that is a yeah. part of life that like struggling is a part of being human. Um, I think is really important for new moms, for all of us as humans to hear, but also as new moms, because mm -hmm. it doesn't help when it's like, well, that, because that, that was the story I told myself, right? Like, well, that mom's not struggling. I mean, I can still tell myself that very easily. Oh, totally. That mom's not struggling. That mom stays at home with her kids all day long and seems really happy. Why do I need my kids to go to school <laughs> and like be gone right. from me? You know, so I think- yeah really anchoring in that reality of like, there are struggles and that's a part of life and that there's actually can be beauty in that and yeah, finding those, those places of beauty, which is a yeah. lot easier said than done. So much easier said than done, but also that there are different strengths and styles and ways to do it. Like, I think there are some moms who get to be home with their littles and it really is like an enriching experience for them. Yeah. yeah. That was not my story. And I didn't know that ahead yeah. of time. I mean, this is one yeah. of those hard realities. Sometimes you have to bump up against that was not a best fit for me. It took me yeah. out in so many ways. And still to this day, mm -hmm. like I need to work, I need to be mm -hmm. working, not just yeah. for like financial reasons, but yeah. for my own sense of myself and who I am. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're in just, just such weird time of like, well, you're supposed to have it all. Yeah. And you should yeah. be able to do it. And it's just, it's just pressure, 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 pressure. That's so much pressure. And that's, it feels like such a lie. It really does. Oh, such a lie. Absolutely. And I feel like, I feel like that is part of the reason I love coaching is because yes, the like conscious choice, like we can't, like, I, I really feel like we can't have it all, but like, where do we consciously, what are we consciously choosing, you know, and not just yeah. living reactively, but what are we wanting to choose? Like, what are we, this is our life and what are the choices we're making? Um, and how do we build the capacities that we need to get to make those choices? Yes. The first yeah. step being quit beating the shit out of yourself. Yes. I don't care yes. what you're working with. Yeah. Whether it's motherhood or work struggles or partner stuff, the first step is always. It really is. Listen, I'm like, it, yeah, no. And I feel like we've talked a lot about that. And I think mm-hmm. that's really present in both of our work. Cause I feel Absolutely. like lately with moms, that's like the first layer I have to get through. You know, like with any mom I'm working with, it's like that's the first layer. Cause there's just that layer of judgment, layer of like, I'm not doing it good enough or shame about these certain things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, really beginning to separate, like take that off so that we can see clearly. clearly. Mm -hmm. And so you can settle into who you actually are. Yes. And what's actually present. Like, I feel like that's my big thing that's been really healing for me is like, what is actually here, (laughs) you know, without all the judgment and the shame. Oh, I'm yeah. tired. I need to rest. You know, oh like, gosh. oh, I'm lonely. I need a friend. You know, just I'm realizing really... that this could literally be like its own podcast that could have hundreds of episodes. I'm like, oh, there's no one. Obviously, it's because it's you and me talking too, but I'm like, <laughs> there's we do. We no have one. Our own podcast called <laughs> our box channel. <laughs> do you know what I mean though? Like, this is such it's so we're talking about the parenting stuff. Yeah. That's so true. Parenting, which then gets yes. into humaning, which yes. never stop talking. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I want to pivot. It's kind of a hard pivot. Okay. I'm down for it. Let's do it. That is just a snippet of how much there is to explore and expand awareness of our own humanity around being a parent and how hopefully that's revealing of how hard we are on ourselves and what well, that's not us that is the waters that we are swimming in that is by i hate to say things are by design it sounds so nefarious and i really don't consider myself any kind of conspiracy person but i do think pulling the wool back and showing These are cultural messages that we have taken in and are using against ourselves is really useful. Let's take that anger and frustration and shame out of our own bodies and put it where it belongs, which is anywhere we are not lifting up people who are doing the incredibly challenging work of raising children. Okay, talk to y'all soon.